0: fafai nono moniaka no manaka brada adaba diba adaba dabandi
1: Your Father, take us into your will,
2: take us into your agenda this morning, help us, we submit ourselves to so you, O God, by ourselves, we'll do nothing, we'll come under your will, we'll come under your government, we'll come under the dominion of God this morning, we ask that everything we are going to be saying here today will be ordered by you, Father, we ask for entrance, we ask for utterance, we ask for the spirit of wisdom for revelation, whether the eyes of our understanding is enlightened, at our hearts when indict a good matter and we will speak of things that concerns you god our tongue will be the pen of a ready writer we inscribe the laws of god in our hearts that will become an episode of god that is known and read of all men we worship you king of glory we appreciate you god holy spirit you will think of jesus you obey christ to us this morning you are the the revealer of christ show us christ jesus this morning help us see the wisdom of the father through the ministry of the world this morning Thank you, Father. Glory be to your holy
3: name, our God. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. Go ahead. Yes, I hear the Lord say, I have opened a fountain. I have opened up a fountain here. A fountain that when a man drinks, he will not test again. I have opened a fountain. Oh, come and drink, says the Lord. Come and drink. Drink of these fountains and your thirst shall be taken away. Drink of this fountain and that which the world has battered in you, that which has reduced you to nothing, that which has driven you, that thirst that has driven you. Oh, for so long I will take it away as you drink from this fountain. As you drink from this fountain, I will begin to take away the thirst, the unholy thirsts that the world has given to you. I will begin to take away the thirst of the wines of Babylon. I will begin to take away the things that has taken strength and life from you. Drink from this fountain and you shall be restored. Drink from these fountains and it shall become oh living waters within you. It shall spring forth unto eternal life. For this is my will. This is my purpose. Come, says the Lord. Come, drink. Drink of this fountain. Drink of me. Drink of me and you shall test no more. Says the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God this morning.
2: Hallelujah. I want to worship the King of Glory for uh, If he's stationed a lot upon us this morning, we are grateful to God. Uh, and I trust God that uh, our discussion this morning. Our discussion this morning will be centered on um, what we have been discussing already and equally um, based on what the Lord has said to us again you know, through the word of um, the prophetic word that came to us this morning. And we are trusting the spirit of the Lord to take us further, right? Uh, what would um, take away the word in us is the spirit, right? Uh, without the spirit uh, will count the world will not uh, be taken out of us right will not be destroyed in us so uh, the essence of the waters you understand which is the life of God which is the spirit of which is the word of God the reasons for for it right is that um, uh, uh, this world is dealt with this world is taken away this world we are part of this world we are being delivered. From this world, hallelujah, or trust in the spirit this morning again to help us to help us immensely, hallelujah. I want to appreciate the presence of everyone here this morning. I want to appreciate the presence of Pastor David, who led us in prayer this morning. We appreciate your presence here, Pastor Clever, who gave us the word of the Lord this morning. Uh, Pastor Clever, out there. we appreciate you, Pastor Papa Philock, who wants to appreciate your presence here this morning. Brother Abra Kennedy, I want to appreciate your presence this morning. Uh, Pastor Moses Mboso, I want to appreciate your presence here this morning. Pastor Peter Kalu, I want to appreciate your presence here this morning. Pastor uh, Reverend Dr. (laughs) Apostle Yama, I want to appreciate (laughs) your presence here this morning. I uh, dear coming pastor. <laughs> I want to come out to my this <laughs> pastor <laughs> Pastor Ford. I appreciate you this morning. Uh brother Brad, right. I want to appreciate you this morning. Apostle Dotun, We want to appreciate you this morning. Uh, you this morning. Uh, Sister Funke, we want to appreciate you. See uh, I think a while. Appreciate you to see you this morning again. Uh, uh, Pastor Oliver, I want to appreciate you, yes, sir. Pastor Sam, Israel Sam, I want to appreciate you. Pastor Ayo, I sure want to appreciate you. Pastor Destiny, we went on holiday. I want to appreciate you for being around this morning. Uh, Pastor Pillar, I want to appreciate you this one. I think I've done that, listen, uh, Pastor Dotun. Sorry, I call you pastor. Forgive me, Apostle. <laughs> <I> <you. laughs> yes. Uh, no, I, I want him to sit in front here. I want to be in front. Apostle, you be in front here. Uh. Uh, Come to the front here. And. Uh, One more person. Please, let's move forward. Let's move forward. Let's move forward, please. Let's feel the front seat. Pastor Ayem Moses. You can sit here, Pastor Moses. They sit here, they sit here, they sit here. Let's move forward, please. Pastor who's here? Pastor says here. Nobody's here. Let's fill up the front seat, please. I beg us. They are watching us. So let's see us that, let's see us that we are moving forward, please. Let's not sit at the back. God. <laughs> Praise God.
3: <laughs> so <clever. laughs> so
2: <clever. laughs> That's what you say.
4: Thank
3: you. All right, um, last week, I think we said that last week or last two weeks, talking about Babylon or something. So I would suggest, it's a suggestion, um, if we can really, um, if we can discuss or get to seek for what is this Babylon, what does it mean? you know for a good number of believers think when you dress well is babylon when you drive a good car is babylon so some are against the the riches of the earth they feel is babylon but that's not babylon you know so i would actually want us to and some think babylon is in the dressing (laughs) you know so (laughs) <laughs> what really is Babylon? What are we talking about? What is this system that God wants us to come out from? We truly need to know it. We saw it in Revelations 11. What is it? Constituent sir? The constituents of the system. The constituent of the system. Thank you, sir. So it would be nice
2: if we OK. Uh... So can we begin with you? Uh, so let's give room for, since we have, uh, and that, that subjection is uh, OK, uh, because uh, based on what we have been discussing previously uh, from the first meeting we had, and last week, we, stand, we, we have been discussing around how that um, uh, the reason for our salvation is to see how that God will completely um, uh, take away the memory of this world that is in us. Right? And we saw that uh, this world we saw that is in us is, um, is um, what we refer to as Babylon, or Holy Egypt. Right? Which we know from what you just said now that. Um, Is is a system, a civilization, a way of life, a way of living, but it's not consistent with the ways of God, with the life of God. So and as a result, uh, we can discuss on this part. You know, saying that okay, we have left, we've left Egypt, we're no longer in Egypt. God, we we have been asked to come out of Babylon. what is this Babylon? How does it look like? If I see Babylon, how do I know it's Babylon? Are you saying that? If I see Babylon, you understand? How do I, this is Babylon? Uh, because uh, there are mindsets or uh, a set of mind that um, we have had previously of what Babylon look like. You know, and that's uh, some of the things that uh, Pastor Clever began to mention. Like, in those days, you know, once you once ride on an exotic car, They see it to be worldly, they see it to be in the world. But you know, you need it for mobility, right? For movement, except it becomes an idol, it becomes it becomes an object of worship. That's why it becomes Babylon. So but if it's if it's for for use, right? For your use, for your comfort, it doesn't um, I don't think it's uh uh is evil. So, because we are to use Babylon, not to allow Babylon to use us. When I, when, I, when I said, when I said, when I said we are to use Babylon, you understand what I'm saying, which I just explained now. <laughs> so, uh,
3: that
2: is that is why I'm saying that. That is why that. That is why I'm saying that. Um, uh, from what you said, right, it's good that we understand uh, what this Babylon uh, is all about, right? So because there are things that already we think or we feel that is Babylon, right? And it's actually not, sorry, let me finish my conversation. So it's actually not Babylon. Right. So, what we are trusting the spirit this morning because uh, a lot of times uh, I trust that the spirit will help us to rightly divide the words of truth, so that um, we put things in their perspective. What the Lord we wanting us to look at or to understand from today's meeting. So, if he said, uh, uh, "Love not the world," right, First John chapter two, right, verse fifteen to sixteen, right, "Love not the world." Neither are things that are in the world. If any man this world, right? The love of the Father is not in him. So now I mentioned these things that are in the world. These things are what constitute what we refer to Babylon, right? The love of the Father, the love of the world is the love of the flesh, the loss of the eyes, and the pride of life. say they are not of the Father. They are of the world, right? So, and you see, when you push for that again, you understand? When you push forward again, you see where uh, James began to say equally concerning that. It, James said in James chapter 4, he said, um, uh, ye adulterers and adulteresses. So you ask yourself a question, where did I commit the adultery that the, James is referring to us or referring to me as an adulterer or an adulteress? So, you so where did that, because I know that uh, when uh, we hear adultery, uh, you understand. Or when we're adultery, so what simply comes to mind is um, I, I'm not sleeping with, so I can justify myself that me, I'm a believer. I've, nev- I've never seen another woman's skirt, right? I've never seen what's another woman. It's only my wife, right? But here, James is calling adulterers and adulteresses. So, so why is it calling you an adulterer? Can you shoot that, James chapter 4, verse number 4, please? James 4, verse 4. James 4, verse 4. Okay, let's run verse 1, let's run verse 1. From verse 1. Uh, from whence comes wars and fighting among you? Come they not hence, even of your lust that wars in your members. Right? Uh, this is, these wars, uh, wars within us, right? And they are wars as a result of what? Lust. desires, and are not desires of God, right? Which, those desires are coming from where? From the world. You are following me, sir. From the world. Which which you refer to as what? Babylon. As what, sir? Babylon. 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 Right? So, because what is causing this thing is the desires of this world. And it's causing those wars within us. So ye lost and have not, you kill and desire to have and cannot obtain. You fight and war, yet have not, because ye ask not. Ye ask and receive not because you ask and means that ye may consume it upon. Your loss. The verse 1 says, Ye adulterers and adulteresses, know ye not that, shoot up, that the friendship of the world. So, why did they refer to us as adulterers and adulteresses? Because of the friendship to this world. So there is the system that our soul, you understand, yearns for, seeks for. So instead of seeking the Lord, I like Colossians. Colossians will say uh, We should set our affection on things above, not on things wherein. Where Christ Christ seated, right? At the right hand of God. So here you see that instead of sitting our affection, yeah, there are things we we'll see that Satan has presented to us that is making us not to put our realities, our focus, our gaze, right? Our reality is not what is that which is seated at the right hand of God. Our reality is the things we we'll see around us. So here he calls us adulterers, adulterers, and adulterers because we are friends of this world. So and man who is a friend of this world is an enemy of God. So why I was saying all of this is just to point out what actually does Babylon entails? What is Babylon? How, is, how does Babylon look like? When you see Babylon, right, will you know it's even Babylon safe? Yes, yes. Uh, because at times we think uh, Satan, right, is one uh, that has horn. Black. He's black. He's looking wide. Weird. Sorry. Weird to see, right? But I can, I can bet you the guy is very attractive. Oh, yeah. Very good looking. Oh, yeah. That if you don't have if your eyes of understanding right. is not a lighting, yeah. you will know certain when you see him. If you're looking like the angel of light if you look like the angel of light when so you see him, you will say, ah, this one a God. Memo, I love you, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So I want to open the floor. And uh, while uh, uh, we begin to discuss what is that. Uh, I think all of us are agreeing to that because that has been a build-up of the, what yeah, yeah. we have been looking at, at uh, this, uh since last two weeks. So I want to give um, Pastor Pila, the.
5: Amen. I think last week while we were closing, I was trying to say something that um, woe to the city whose whose um, king is a child. I don't know, I don't know if you were in a meeting many years ago where Papa Ezekiel was saying something like he said he said in the world to come, he said one of the, the prominent things will be hearing the word. I think you were in that meeting. He said you will be, be hearing what we hearing is son son father father. You know, the Bible said, in understanding, we should not be like children. It says says in Malice, we should be like children. But in understanding, we should be like, we should be adults. Now, may I not meet my father as a child? That is coming from that last week meeting, when I was saying, what to do. Now, Babylon is slightly different from Egypt. Babylon is, in fact, it is Babylon that will give, that will bet the Antichrist. It's a civilization of, uh, it's a satanic civilization where he will put it up to man that man, you are the one in charge. You know when Jesus was telling uh, Peter, get the Satan, get it behind me. He said, that thou desire the things that be of men, and not of God. Now Babylon is a crafting, is an ideology. It is you can even do uh, Egypt is a house of bondage. They are dead men. They are slaves because uh, a child. Uh, that is a, that is here to the throne, As long as it's a child, it doesn't differ from uh, it's not different from the servant in the house. That, they are bonded they are in bondage. But in Babylon, you can even do ministry with Babylonic ideas. You know, the car, the private jet, might not. It's not the issue. Like it was the posture of your heart. Those things can be getting your worship. You can do ministry with a whole lot of. 25 is not, not, not an evil thing. But what are you actually looking for? Are you trying to advance the kingdom that is of God? Because a lot of these people, these our senior men of God that you see, when you are bringing these things to them, when you are letting them know that it's not in the number of people, that those people are not even saved. To save one soul, that all of those people seated in your, maybe five is, five is the, if God is coming to check the source. Because we are not of them that draw back. We are of them that believe to receive. If your, your, your ministry, if it is not tilting towards men's soul, being saved properly. Because Jesus Christ said it. He said, He said, well, he's coming, the prince of this world. He will come for everybody. He said, but he will not find his things in me. Why was that woman, that harlot. why was when they took up her skirt, why was it that the souls of men were what is that soul to that being? So it is the is a battle of the soul of man. So you can be, we can be living, we can be living even in ministry, hide ourselves in ministry. But what is our motive? What is our what are we looking for? Are we looking for God or for the things that God will provide for us? You know, some people become judgmental. When you are judgmental, you don't even know what you are doing. You're not because they don't have. They will not say, that man you' not be a good pastor because they do miracles. It's not that you, go, 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 go. What you are saying, you don't even know what you are doing. So Babylon is a civilization, a crafting of the devil. It gives you liberty to do what you want. You will not be led by the spirit of God. No, no, no. You are led by your mind. You will be doing things. And uh, you know, one thing about God, God doesn't take away his gift or his calling. If you are a miraculous person, if you are if supernatural, when you pray, people fall and things happen. <laughs> some of us don't even see God anymore no. I, I remember how many years it was, it was the like I was saying the man of God or, uh, and the sport was saying that the man of God was praying and God didn't answer him for about three days he, the guy he locked the door and threw away the key he said God if you don't answer me and tell me what will be my plans for this year I'm not going anywhere but a lot of us do not we have our our diary is filled up for next year program some people diary for this year eh, they have mapped out all the crusade they will go they have mapped out all the miracle service that they will, be, they, they, will, they will hold in cities. And if God is trying to tell them, I don't want you to, this year don't do, don't do miracle service. I want you to teach the word of God. They, they have their plan. So that is Babylon. That one is Babylon. So it looks like it is God, but it's not God, it's man. But it's not even man. This is the, the, pu- the, pu- the puppeteer and the, and the puppet. The devil is the one behind the scene telling Peter that, tell your master, he doesn't have to die like this. He doesn't have to be this way. He can't either, you know? So that's, that's my understanding of what Babylon is. Thank you. Hallelujah. Okay. Um, Pastor Clever is pointing. At them. So, who am I going to call first? Okay, okay. so you can go. This is kingdom. Even when it's his first,
3: he can die to his own.
1: Praise God. First of all, when we are talking of Babylon, uh, I want us to come down basically to the minutest things that we can be able to handle, that we can be able to Discover within ourselves because uh, let's not make it abstract. Now, first of all, we must understand that each and every one of us, there are two parts to our life, and they have their purposes. Bible said that we are created in the image of God. Yes, there is God within us, but is in a potential form. God locked himself inside us. And our coming into this earth to go on a journey is to grow that God within us so that we can become fullness of God, manifesting God in every area of our lives. Praise God. There are two like the bible that like the passages the passage we read uh pastor samson read earlier what are those things there are two forces fighting within us they lost that is conflict of desires desire to follow the way of babylon and desire to follow the ways of god they are constantly at war within us and we must recognize that and they have their purposes because without the babylon pushing you to either make decision to follow god or to follow the ways of babylon we cannot be able to grow to manifest the fullness of god the potential to grow that god the godliness potential in us praise god and so when we talk of babylon as simple as it is it works every day if we are very careful to be able to look at our thoughts lives every day our actions the things that propels our actions Talk, for example each and every one of us, we have our different paths, the way God has mapped out the journey of our lives. But often, in the process of time, the people you grew up with, you see us veering vi- uh, uh, into different paths. Some of us, our friends, we see our friends progressing, making headways. You understand me? Within us, there is something that will sometimes prickle, we we'll begin to see, "Why am I like this? These guys has been moving on a very uh, a, a pace that I am not really <laughs> Is there anything wrong with me?" You Those thoughts are there. That is spirit of competition. You begin to compare yourself. That is Babylon. That is one thing about Babylon. Are you getting it? Sometimes you feel so down as if something, is there anything wrong with me? See, this guy is, is making headway, And here I am. Am I really doing something, you know? All those things, there will be war within you. I do experience that. There will be war within you. Except you discover these things. They are constantly, whether you are um, a bishop or whatever, those things comes. You see, God says something. I lay before you uh, life and death. That's power of choice. Now is that power of choice? Now you begin to choose. If you choose the ways of God, no. When those thoughts comes so heavily on you, you understand me. You meditate and be able now to put those thoughts. In its right places, you understand know, because they will come, they are there. You understand me? Constantly they are coming. You know, those things are Babylon. Another aspect of Babylon is this. When you want to do anything, if you don't sit down to why am I doing, why do I want to do this? If you do if you are haste in a haste to do something, you know, because it comes like a flood to push you to take decision. If you don't sit down to really dissect yourself and say, Why am I doing this? Why am I why do I what you know? Yes, if you don't see that it takes time to dissect some of these things because Babylon comes like a seed. It's a seed of thoughts. They are seed of thoughts. And that thoughts can give birth to an action. It manifests. And the manifestation you begin to see some things different from the ways of God. Praise God. So when we begin to talk of it's much, much deeper. It's much more, it's more than a Uh, the way we put it, let's begin to draw it deeper so that we'll be able to begin to... Because, as a matter of fact, there is no level you will climb in life. You say that you are free. No. It's a constant battle. And those battles, they have their own purpose. God placed them there to try you so that you can be able now to grow. You understand me? If you don't defeat the thought of co- competition, to compete with another, you feel when you see somebody moving, you understand me? You feel that, that thought, you feel down. You understand me? As if you begin to ask yourself, am I really is something? And that is when now the, all this uh, ministry of uh, uh, deliverance, uh, they will tell you there is uh, an idol in your village, or something is, you understand me? If you are in that state, you are susceptible to begin to think whether something is wrong with you somewhere, or there is something in your father's heart that is making you not to be like somebody. No, each of us, we have our own journey mapped out. As a matter of fact, not everybody, not everybody, take it or leave it, will be rich. You understand, we have our own measures. The most important thing is to develop that spirit of contentment. Praise God. So those, when I say in in closing, when when we talk of Babylon, it comes in thought forms. And until we are meditative at all times, we keep tab with what's the thoughts that are ringing in our mind, we can be carried away. Praise God. Hallelujah.
2: Praise God. Uh, please, I am trusting the Lord in this meeting this morning that we are able to you know, drive into what actually uh, God will want us to look into this morning, as regard uh, when we said when you're hearing scripture saying, "Come out and find my people," you know, because this thing that you are you are you or inter- twin. Inter- 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 we will be destroyed, and we don't want to destroy you. I mean, we want to judge you and the system. So, but we want to judge the system, right? So, if you are in that system, you too, you will be judged. So, while you not to be judged in that system. We are saying you should do what she will come out of her. So, what is this system? So that uh, when you see this system, right, uh, uh, you know that. Um, The reason why we are forgetful here of God's word is because a lot of times the word of God will will hear. will not miss it with what? With faith. It means our hearts did not believe it. That is why our hearts could not sustain that word. In so much that when you see Satan throwing something at you, that word which you have believed, we, that's what the Holy Ghost will take and lift up a what? A standard. Because it will come like a flood, right? But the Holy Spirit will lift up a what? A standard against it. So I want us to, you know, talk on that uh, area. There are so many hands. Before Pastor, there are people who have, see, they don't want to talk. People years heard about that. This man has called me. This man has called me. As a clever term, i up his hand. So before he gets to you, before he gets to you, yeah, so Pastor Clever, sorry, Pastor uh, David.
5: Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. First of all, I want to say thank you, sir, for uh, raising up that uh, issue because I've been hearing this uh, Babylon, Babylon. Most times when people talk about this Babylon, they point at cars, they point at beautiful houses, and most times I begin to wonder. What about people like, people like us who are into properties? <laughs> so when people point tall houses in Dubai, Babylon and all that. So I feel like uh, uh, we need to look into that by the Spirit of the Lord. I believe, and I think that first of all, if we can understand Babylon, we need to understand uh, what Jesus brought to us. You know, Jesus brought the message of the kingdom. And we also need to understand what that kingdom is if we also need to understand what Babylon is. And the message of Jesus is a message of repentance. The word repentance is from the word metano, which is the word we actually use, come out of among them. It's actually the word repentance. So, because, make a U-turn. So, because for him to bring a kingdom, people are already in a system. So, it's telling them come out of our money because I'm bringing another system. So from there we can now begin to talk about what actually is Babylon because it's an opposite of the kingdom of God. It's Babylon. Babylon is actually a system. It's an idea. It's a thought. It's a way of life. For example, Jesus looked at the, his disciples and told them that the prince of this world lorded over them. But it shouldn't be so among you. That's Babylon. If now begin to talk about the kingdom, he said if anyone would be a leader, let him be a servant. It's a kingdom of God. He talked about Babylon, a system that lorded over the people. Babylon is actually a shortcut. That's another way I also define it. For instance, a young girl wants to get married. He believed for him, for her to keep a girl, she will need to sleep a girl with the, with the guy. It's Babylon. It's a will. It's a system because it's anti-righteousness. It's against the kingdom. Now, the kingdom will tell you, you don't need to have anything to do with this guy because he's not your husband. That's the kingdom. Because if you have to follow the will of the kingdom, because Babylon will present, it's a shortcut. It always presents a shortcut. Look at Jesus he showed in the kingdoms of this world because jesus had his mission he said just bow down because actually jesus came to actually to restore all things he's presenting a shortcut and that shortcut is not the way of righteousness he said just bow down and all these things will be yours we see the lust of the eyes we see the pride of life we see the lust of the flesh in the three temptation that, uh, G- that Jesus was presented to by Satan. All these things, because Jesus came with a purpose, He came with redemptive mandates. So Satan is trying to show him a shortcut. He said, if you do this, now Jesus began to present. It's actually when we talk about the kingdom, it's actually what's talking about is the kingdom of God was actually telling. He said it is written, Thou shalt not tempt the Lord your God. It's it's my understanding, it's the kingdom of God. Because kingdom is actually a lifestyle. It's 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 a system. And that system entails righteousness. And anyone that will be part of the, because when we talk about the word repentance, the word repentance has to do with with, with choices, decisions. It has to do is the it's the decisions that take place in the soul. That's why when the prodigal son came back to his senses, he said to him, Made a u-turn. So I'm following a rule of life. For instance, now I'm going into politics, for instance, now. And and the Babylon in that politics says that before you can get to that point, you must do some bribery, you must engage corruption. That's Babylon. It's a system that gets people, to, it's a system that leads people to a particular destination that Satan presents as a shortcut for you to reach your goal or to your end. The kingdom of God shows you the will of righteousness, doing the right thing, do the right thing. If I'm into governance or into that sphere, do your election, you may not win at the end of the day. But that's the kingdom of God, it's a way of life, And has to do with doing things right. So, anything that is not in alignment to righteousness is Babylon. So, I don't, it's not for, for me. I've heard about people talk about Babylon and what they present is beautiful cars. I don't know. In my own thoughts, I didn't see it. I see it now. Now, I can acquire a car through Babylon. With the wisdom of Babylon. I can acquire a car. I can do people. I can steal. I can do a lot of things. Just for me to get that in. But if I'm, I'm walking by the principle of the kingdom of God. Hard work. I can be guided. In terms of being led by the spirit of God. Thank you sir. Thank
2: uh, you. I, I just while he was talking. I perceived in my heart that we'll just, um, let's just stand to our feet, and let's God, let's ask God for the spirit of wisdom for revelation. Can you stand to your place, please? please? Uh, because uh, this thing we are saying is not just, um, it's not a child's play, you know.
5: Uh, uh,
2: if you don't have the spirit of wisdom for revelation, uh, there is no way you can, Uh, you can be able to see see what Babylon is presenting and you say I choose the way of the Lord for the way of the Lord is the way of wisdom I choose the way but if that Babylon already presents itself, it <laughs> won't choose the will of the Lord, though.
1: The
2: I want us to pray for the spirit of wisdom for revelation. Just pray in the spirit. The Lord will ask you for the spirit of wisdom for revelation the knowledge of your God. That the eyes of our understanding is being enlightened in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus.
0: Rambrata Saban Eveledin Dumbrogoporogodia, Arabratta Sabanda Gada Bada Repos Sabaca Belegadia, Rambrato Sabacada Gada Bada Dena, Erepete Gadiata, Elegadagaria Bada Baragadaiva Elegadagaria Bada A Shadagadagadabaragadea Shadagadagadabaragadea Cabaragadiva Shadakamba Capate Iribocosa Iribocasoga Baragados Iriabondocra Bros Supacatagadabaragadesa Iriobonto Crabos Subacabriacabaragadaiva Erebossa Kambalagade Ecadea Cabaragada Helegade and We pray for the speed of wisdom for revelation in the knowledge of you this morning, O oh God, and the eyes of our understanding. It's been Enlighten our job to hope, oh God, to know what's the hope of our calling. A has saga to know our inheritance, oh God, among them, oh God, who are sanctified. We thank you, Father. We thank you, our Father.
2: We thank you, our Father. Oh, All of our eyes are open. We say clearly, oh God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Blessed be your holy name, our Father. In the name of Jesus we are prayed. Amen and amen. Let's be seated.
3: Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Good morning, everyone. Hallelujah. All right, I will start from um, Genesis 11. Let's see, Genesis 11 from verse 1. Good morning, man. um, Genesis 11 from verse 1. It says, now the whole earth had one language and one speech. And it came to pass, as they journeyed from the east, that they found a plain in the land of Shinar, And they dwelt there. Then they said to one another, come, let us make bricks and bake them thoroughly. They had, brick, they had brick for stone, and they had asphalt for mortar. And they said, Come, let us build ourselves a city and a tower, whose top is in the heavens. Let us make a name for ourselves, lest we be scattered abroad over the face of the whole earth. But the Lord came down to see the city and the tower which the sons of men had built. And the Lord said, Indeed, the people are one. And... They all have one language. And this is what they begin to do. Now nothing that they propose to do will be withheld from them. Come, let us go down. And they are confused their language, that they may not understand one another's speech. Praise the name of the Lord. So um, we see the concept of Babylon starting here. Starting, I mean, it started from here. So... Um, coincidentally, the city that they were building was called Babel. Babel means confused or confusion. Confused or confusion. So these were people who survived the flood. Or a people who had grown after the flood. Don't forget, when God saw that sin had passed over all flesh, all men has become flesh. You know, even his sons also, they have become flesh. He destroyed the whole flesh, I mean, all flesh. And um, it, Noah and his family, were the only people who were saved. God started another project with these men. And here the Bible tells us, if you read down, it talks about, you will see a man named Nimrod, who became a mighty hunter before the Lord. He was... Nimrod be- became a hunter. He became one against God, even in the face of God. So he was the one who started championing this project. And this project was not the project of God. Thank you, um, Pastor David. You made mention of something, that Babylon is a kingdom. Truly, it's an ideology and a kingdom. You know, so, but this ideology and this kingdom is not of God it is anti god so they said come let us go and make for ourselves let us go and build for ourselves so they were building to make a name for themselves so every other thing we are looking at like we said initially that prior to what we have heard as babylon when you drive good car religion we tell you is babylon you wear good clothes religion we tell you is Babylon. You live in a good house. Religion will tell you is Babylon. The earth is the Lord, and the fullness thereof. And he told. He, he, there's somewhere he said that is the God. God is the one who gives to us all things freely to enjoy. He gives us abundantly all things to enjoy. Praise the name of the Lord. But what God is against is abuse. Once abuse comes into the equation, then you are removing God from the equation. But God is the one who gives all things to enjoy. So, but this, the problem that God had here is that these people, they were of one language. So it's very easy to unite against the will of God. It's very easy to unite to stop God's kingdom from penetrating them. Now, when you hear they are building a tower, those days we used to think that the tower, they will build a tower to go and meet God. There is nobody who can build anything to meet God. That's not what they were saying. That tower was, they were building a tower to the heavens, to God's beings in the heavens. And so, the motivation in the first place was wrong. Let us make a name to ourselves. Let us, there was no God in that thing. And so God saw that these people, they are of one mind. If they continue, we are going to lose the earth like we lose the previous one. So let us go and scatter them. Now, why would they say, lest we be scattered abroad? It was the will of God for man to, be, to scatter abroad, to replenish the whole earth. But that ideology of staying in a place was not his will. This is outside what I wanted to say, but a thought came to me. You remember also in Jerusalem, when the Lord started a walk with the church, they got to a place, they began to eat and drink, and they think that is the end. That's not all that God wants. Whatever we are doing here, God wants this thing to get to the ends of the earth. He does not want any man to keep it. And that is why, you see, Babylon is still the same thing that is making us build ministries, put up boundaries, put gates so that men will not go out of that place. It's evil. evil. It's Of the devil, and so when God finally succeeded in, in, in scattering them, of course, they were scattered with that ideology on the inside of them, they, they scattered abroad with that ideology, and that thing continued until finally we see another city called Babylon. So, when we say Babylon, we are talking about a concept, an ideology, and it's a kingdom. Kingdom of darkness is not of God. I want us to to see Revelation 17. Where Pastor Dan Ladi read the Revelation 17. Are we there? All right. From verse 1. Then one of the seven angels who had the seven bowls came and talked with me, saying to me, Come, I will show you the judgment of the great harlot who sits on many waters, with whom the kings of the earth committed fornication, and the inhabitants of the earth were made drunk with the wine of her fornication. So he carried me away in the spirit into the wilderness, and I saw a woman sitting on a scarlet beast, which was full of eyes of blasphemy, having seven heads and ten horns. The woman was arrayed in purple and scarlet and adorned with gold and precious stones and pearls, having in her hand a golden cup full of abominations and the filthiness of, fornic- of her fornication. And on her forehead... A name was written, Mystery, Babylon the Great, the mother of harlots and of the abominations. So this is the mother of the abominations of the whole earth. This was where the, 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 the whole abomination started from. Praise the name of the Lord. Mother talks about someone who births, who gives birth. So the abominations, the, the blasphemies of the earth, and all of that, they were given birth to by this uh, by Babylon. It said, Mystery, Babylon the Great, the mother of harlots and of abomin and the abomination of the earth. I saw the woman drunk with the blood of the saints and with the blood of the martyrs of Jesus Christ. And I saw in her and I marveled with great admiration. Yes, but so uh, my emphasis here is this is a system or this is an ideology that gave birth to everything, every abomination and blasphemy against God, you can think of Babylon gave birth to them. You know, so, um, and he says that, with whom the kings of the earth, he sits on many waters, and we know these waters are people, and he says, with whom the kings of the earth committed fornication and the inhabitants of the earth, inhabitants, including you and I, inhabitants of the earth, the inhabitants of the earth were made drunk with the wine of her fornication. The inhabitants of the earth. So, um, you see that when the Lord was telling, talking to his church, he said, come out from amongst them. Which means, we were all in her before the grace of God came, before salvation came to us. So, this system, we, were, we all grew in this system. That is what they teach in the university. That is what they teach in primary school. That was what we had in secondary school. You, the professors, is Babylon. So it's that system. So that was the system that was in charge of everything on the face of the earth. Every, every endeavor you can think of. And you see, that's for the earth, that system has worked. But God's problem is this system coming into the church coming into his people. The same people where he has brought them out from for us to allow this system to continue to run the grace of God or to run the gift of God that he has given to us. Because this system wants to take charge of everything. God gives you something. He wants to take charge. He wants you to dispense the gift of God the way he instructs you or she instructs you. So it's a system that is on the inside of us. So, as we are all seated here, we are being delivered from that system. Now, for many of us, we grew up as people who were go-getters. As good as it were, it is Babylon that gave it to you. And in going to get the goals, you trample people. You don't care who you trample. You don't care what happens to others, but you must be seen. So... According to Sam, he talked about people who have lifted up their souls to vanity. Praise the name of the Lord. Who have sworn deceitfully. When you swear, you say, ah, I must do. Even when God comes, it's going to be hard. So, some of us, we have not sworn with our mouth that I must do this. But our soul, we have sworn. This year, ah, I must have 500,000 congregations. What if God is not in it? why are you that vicious you know most of the targets we give to the church in the church we began to talk yesterday in our little circle a sister one of our sisters in the higher institution was talking about targets they were giving targets to win 50 souls so we began to judge the thing yes it's a very good thing but who gave you how did you come about this thing he said uh, the fellowship where they were so the probably the leader of the fellowship was now telling them, every one of you must win 50 souls. You must win 50 souls. As good as it may sound, it may not be of God. The man may be looking for who to use to build his kingdom. So I said, this thing is... Good. One of the brothers questioned it. He said, this thing is good. But do you... When you win souls, where did they say you should send them to? He said, they said we should bring them so that they will disciple, uh, <laughs> Something is wrong. Hey, pastor is looking for congregation. So, you must win them and bring them for us to disciple them. If you win them and they go to other places, you've not won the souls. They are not up to 50. So, you see that this ideology has spread into every areas of our lives. Even into marriage. You will see a marriage where husband and wife, they are competing against one another. They are competing against one another. And yet, they pray in the spirit. They do everything What is that thing that is bringing that competition? Babylon. So these are the things. For us to come out of Babylon is death. We have to die. The only way to come out is to die to it. So Babylon, when you look at this Babylon of worldliness, you see how John said it. He said, love not the world. The world talks about that system, the way, what controls the people of the world. You can also call the people that this system is sitting upon as the world. Love not the world. Which means don't love their ways. Don't love their ideologies. Don't love the way they think. Not the things in the world. So this system puts men back. It's all about seeking things. Not seeking God. So Babylon tells you you can be, you can rule. You don't need God in your life. He points you to things. That is why the love of God when he came to us, because the kingdom of God is opposite Babylon. The the, the Lord, when he came, he showed us that love is to die for one another. Babylon says, no, for you to make it, you have to trample people down. You have to kill. You have to do. So when James, when Pastor, uh, Pastor Samson quoted, James said, where comes war from amongst you? So that system is in God's people. Even though they were hearing the truth, but something, there was war on the inside of them. I can come to Pastor Destiny and Pastor Dan's church, and I see the arrangement. I see how many people that are there, and live their sad war starts within me. Then when I come to church, you people must win souls. Go out and win souls. I don't know what you people are Every day you will sit here. How many souls have you brought? Mr. Labaja, many souls have you brought. You, I mean, you are wasting. <laughs> he that does not bear fruit, you know, they will cut you down. We begin to use all manners of things. We begin to use all manners of gimmicks and all kinds of systems of this world. The disciple says, "We have denounced every hidden thing of dishonesty." That is why we must always check our mind, check our heart. What is moving you? What is your motive? Because that's where God's eyes are. It's not in what you do you can have many great things and he said that on that day many will come and said Lord Lord have we not done this in your name he said no get thee behind me you are workers of iniquity I was not the one who instructed your works you did those things out of your ambition praise the
4: name of the Lord I walk into this place and I, I look around and I begin to make comparison in my heart. But Bible tells us that we should convert good things. So if I try to duplicate what I see here in my local arena, am I walking in error? Praise, praise the Lord. Bible tells us in the book of uh, Colossians chapter 2 verse 8 he said beware lest any man spoils you through philosophy or vain deceit and after the tradition of men the rudiments of this war are not after Christ Babylon is the metaphor, for and the essence of Babylon is to retire God from any man who has accepted Christ so the motive of Babylon is to do what? To expire Christ. Bible tells us in the book of James, is it James chapter one verse fifteen? He said, "After loss, what happened? Loss leads to sin, and sin leads to death." And Bible makes us to understand in the book of Genesis chapter four verse six, what they are about. He told Cain. He said what? Sin is knocking at the door. Where is that door? The door of our heart. Where does loss come from? From the heart. As a man thinketh, so he is. Why we cannot? Why we are yet struggling? I asked myself, why am I struggling? He took Jesus. Us, the disciples were with Jesus for about three years and a and half. And they come into that which Christ has called them into. Why am I struggling? Because there is still loss yet in my heart. The loss of the flesh, the loss of the eyes, the pride of life. When money comes it makes you feel fine. You've not come into money yet. When money comes, it brings influence. So Babylon is a kind of influence. Your heart, when God created man, God gave you liberty. God does not coerce anybody, doesn't force you. It is your choice. So when you come, like we say with our mouth, you know, but our heart is yet far from the truth. We say, Lord, we are obsessed with you. Are we really obsessed? Has Jesus become our obsession? Because if Jesus becomes our obsession, what is the next thing? We begin to consecrate ourselves to Him. We need to pray. It's not easy. Like my sister says, Babylon is very, very enticing. Come into wealth. Let them take that wealth from you and see how the whole of your mind will be at war. Praise the name of the Lord. So it's very important for we to understand that Babylon is a very strong influence. It influences your mind, Seriously. Why, like Pastor Clever began when he started this topic two weeks ago, he said, it was what raised us, right from the time I was born into this war, all the system of this war, what are the suggestions They are Antichrist? They are giving strength to my flesh. So all my pursuit, what is my pursuit? To have money, to live where? People want to leave Nigeria. What is the essence of leaving Nigeria? To live a better life, not because they will go and find Christ in America or in any part of the world. That is the truth. It's just flesh. So at the end of the day, what happened? So it's very key that we understand that Babylon is a very strong influence. It's not the one we mouth. Uh, Satan, I might you, I put you for God. All of those things. All those gimmicks we do in the church. is a serious thing a serious thing. For you to enter into the kingdom of God, it must, like he said, you must die daily. You must die. Somebody, that was about 2008 or there about, I opened a business and I, that business was not new. It was an expansion. So I moved some of my staff to that place at Kayode Street on Yipa. And we operated that place for eight months. We don't leave our goods there. So we have a safe in the headquarters at uh, Ilupeju. So when we finish selling, because either they take cash or that goose, is money is easily converted. So when they close, they move the goose to the warehouse, uh, to the main office. On this particular day, this girl, somebody bought a market of about, is it 240000 something 1000 naira. just close to a festival time, because the product will be scarce, so they buy in advance. Before you know it, this girl brought the many parts of the goods, even that goods the man has already paid for to the office. you know. And he said the man called her again to return the goods. On getting back to that office, he said the man was in the mock, so she couldn't handle that. So by seven, she chooses to lock up the, the, the goods inside her store. And they came and boggled that place. Pastor Poco was my pastor there. I didn't say anything. When I that night, I still go, went to VG. Because I have conditioned my mind that I came with nothing I will go with nothing. So I have to learn how to practice, how to lose some things. So I went through that VG. I didn't say anything. The next day, the family of the people, you know, definitely, the person that bought goods, police, they will report that he didn't get the goods. So the guy went to the police station and report. So they arrested those my staff. I went there and bailed them because of the way police handle the matter. They were already telling me these people is your customer. You have to pay them. So I know I had no case. So I bailed them out. And the family went to report me to Pastor Puko that one of your ministers arrested us. Pastor Puko said, no, not Pastor Paul. He insisted. He said, I know him. So that evening he said, I know he will be in fellowship this evening. So that evening the family came back. And in the course of week, he just said a word. He said, God has given it to you. The parents said we don't have money to pay. We are pensioners. And they've not even paid us. Just one word. He said, let it go, Pastor Paul. And I'm telling you, since that day, I let it go. Praise the name of the Lord. So if you don't know how to let this world go, Satan will make nonsense of you. I thank God for ministries. There was a struggle I was having when I was posted to Bariga. They sold the property, and the owner gave us a, the opportunity to buy. The church said they don't have money. Allow the property to, to, to go, hand over the property to the owner. we were still using it. At the point, we begin to go to court. I said, no, I won't go to court again. I went to the province. I said, because I have learned in this place to separate myself from the pulpit. If not, so I will hold on to the pulpit. I will begin to look for another place to set up the church. I let go of everything. And allow God to be God. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. So you must learn how to let go of this thing called Babylon. Even the church, the pulpit, can be a Babylon to you. If care is not taken, you become attached. You separate yourself from family. You say you are doing the work of God. Somebody said it. A pastor will be programmed from January to December, from one program to another. You don't have rest. You don't have time for yourself. Tomorrow, now, when you fall down and suffer through, you have to do what? Create a balance. It's very, very important. And I pray that God will give us strength to fight this thing called Babylon in the mighty name of Jesus.
5: Praise the Lord. We are dealing with ancient powers. And... It's not a matter of laughing. When you are hearing that these are the things that kill kings and princes were destroyed. Pastor uh, Clever, thank you so much. At least you open up the introduction to Babylon. Baber. Is an opposite, direct opposite institution against that creatures of God. It was orchestrated from the pit of hell. In parallel to what God is doing, you could see that place in Revelation. He said, "We, that we may build a house for ourselves, that we may." Now, in in Genesis 11, he said they were going to a place. God was leading them they were being led to sinner. and along the way they caught another revelation so babylon can be a revelation you can actually catch that revelation if you if you don't have sight so this is a season of deception and this is the season this thing we are talking about is this season that we need to seriously deal with it because babylon is a deception it looks like real. It looks like God. It looks like, oh, everything is okay. Everything is fine. Because it's an institution. It's well built. Just like you were mentioning all those ice in, uh, you in know, Tel Aviv, in Dubai, and all those stuff. It's not really the building, the system. What, what was in their mind when they were building it? That's what God judges. What was in their mind? Do they be due to, to honor God? To be, or did God lead them to do it? Let's bring it down because I like, I've told uh, this, um, we are still small boys, but I'm trusting God to always want to bring the word home. Not just to preach on the surface. Now, we as ministers, if you go to chapter 18, the falling of Babylon, you will discover that this woman, this system has destroyed Many priests. Her garment is a purple garment. Telling you it's a priestly wall. She arraigned in a purple garment. So it's the church that is after. It's the minister. It's the fivefold is after. He wants to destroy. He said he has drunk some people, you know, some saints. He has drunk their blood. It's not a joke. It's working you, yourself, myself. He's dealing with you. He's dealing with me. And we must be able to take our stand to overcome. Now, I was somewhere on Sunday, just very close here in Ikeja. Right from the hotel room, I got to the meeting. And right in the meeting, I was just, they were just praising God. And the Holy Ghost came to me and said, son, you won. Ah, what was it? This same man of God, one of my mentors, invited me from my former base that is living, because we're together in the same organization as minister, and then he said he will want me to join him in the ministry. What a fantastic, godly, righteous, straightforward man. I will have loved, because he's been a wonderful person to me, I will have loved to go with him. And while I was coming, the Holy Ghost told me, you are not, I have called him out, but not. you are not going to go with him. It was an opportunity for me to leave the bush <laughs> and come to the city. If you see the ministry I'm talking about, I mean, for them to pay like $45,000 per day and for like three days in the hotel, you know, they are not small <laughs> for me to be there. You look fresh. Uh, thank you so much. Now, this is where I'm going. The Holy Ghost, uh, Now I was just wondering, this is an opportunity if I allow that spirit of lawlessness, this spirit of iniquity. I will have seen an opportunity. And Mind you, I will be big now. Mind you, in physical cars, uh, I see the those ones that came. That I, I say, God, I, I, see opportunity. Some of them, some of the boys we brought, we were raising. Some of them are in UK or whatever from that same ministry. And the Lord said, "You won. now? How can you win when?" You is physically is a big opportunity you just lost, and even in your flesh you are said, Ah, oh boy, you have lost too. I, Kai, you know the office you ought to be enjoying now because these are big, big, big people in the church. You know, listen, it's a battle we must fight and win. If you are going to be part of the the only those who win this battle. Will be qualified to become a man child. Every one of us will fight it. Now, why is he saying that? Can we see chapter 18? Can we go to chapter 18? The fall of, fall of Babylon. It has been prophesied that Babylon will fall, but whose shoulder is that battle? Whose shoulder? Is we? Is we the remnant who are willing to fight? Take a stand against all that is of the devil. Get rid of that, you know, that intoxication. Because it's, it's, you know, there are some content of drink. You don't have to drink a whole bottle. Just taste like this. You are intoxicated. That's not belong for you. You will know. If you look at the the landscape, I mean, the, the church of Jesus, I mean, the church. Let's say, okay, let me just use the physical church now. Let's look at Lagos now. The big, 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 big churches. When you look at it, what controls most of those churches, I must submit to you, is the spirit called Babylon. Most of the churches want to... Can you imagine? I, I came up with the spirit several years ago and I said, any, any prophecy, any revelation that says every five walk, uh, five uh, minute walk, you must start a church there. It's Babylon. And many people stood against that and said, that is what the Lord said. Because why? The church of Jesus is not a denomination. Yes. So if you want to have your church, every, it's, it's business. It has now become what? Business concepts. That if you look at the people who are, who, okay, how do, do you have the, you know, the workforce enough to, to take over the, that? So you just put any the canary and turn. And the church of Jesus is to be pastored by disciples. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 11, he said, he gave some apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers to do what? For the keeping. For the perfecting of the saints. You don't have any right to go and start another branch if you have not perfected saint that could take over that place. And that is the reason why we have problems today. We have people who are cultured by Babylon. Babylon raised them. We make them to be on the altar of god to pastor the people of god and infuse babylon spirit and intoxicate them with this so when we pray you become a billionaire hey, Amen. so what provoked the meeting what makes the meeting to be successful is how much you babylon you can bring to them what is what is god saying to you every child of god must know what is the will of god he said i've come to do what nothing there's nothing in this world apart from the will of god every other thing is babylonian operations the only thing that is of the kingdom of god is the will of god everything about the if you go to the tabernacle what you see there is what is the will of god you see the uh, the tablet you see the aaron rod i that is the authority of the kingdom may the the kingdom is both power and glory Hallelujah. In that tabernacle, it tells you that is what controls the kingdom. It's the will of God. Sir, the ministry you are running is it Babylonia or kingdom? What you are doing right now, you, let's talk to ourselves. Me, what I am doing, am I instructed by the owner of the work to do it? Anything you are doing to survive for yourself, you are in Babylon. The Lord uh, was in Lagos. I was in Lagos when he told me to go to Elisha, 1992. I will never forget. Oh, what am I going to do? I refused to. I didn't want to go. I fell down from the story building. I fell down. This hand got broken. And I, I, I confessed. I said, Lord, forgive me. And do you know that the hand, I was able to use the, the hand the following day. To draw this uh, well water, he got ill immediately. When I obey to go now, listen. Many of us we don't want to suffer. Anyone that would conquer Babylon will be willing to suffer. Thank you. That is the curriculum, because this flesh does not easy. What Babylon uses is your flesh. As long as you are not willing to tamp, to, to, to pull this flesh down. You can't obey the will of God. Will goes with suffering. He saw the need. He, he could have gone through. He could have obeyed Babylon to escape the cross. Jesus could have. He saw that there are loopholes that Jesus would have escaped the cross. He said, but nevertheless, what are we? What is that we? There is an infusion of information in his heart that he should escape the cross. Hey, hey. Many times, when the will of God comes, Satan will also bring his own what? His own Babylonian thoughts. Which are very easy, very slippery. You will not know except your eyes of understanding is what? Is open. And you have the spirit of revelation. That spirit is what we need now. That you can judge every thought and bring them to the obedience of Christ. Hallelujah. It's a dangerous moment we are. See, somebody, some young people that are, we raise, we are training disciples, they say, ah, one of them, I could not, he says, I want to When I mark 50. He says, sir, ah, you are mark 50, you mark 30 years in ministry. But we are not seeing whether the big, uh, there are people who are just, <laughs> we want to see the, <laughs> I said, everybody shall not know him. He's representing some thoughts. Amen. Everybody laugh. I say, serious question. I say, thank you. I say, but, Brobe, listen. Our own affair. We are military. We are not what? Civilian. We're not religious. I mean, uh, political people. We have our eyes set on the wheel. All we want to do is just to fulfill the will of the master. Whatever he brings across us, we give him thanks. Just like the, what you' are saying, "Thank you, sir. I have wisdom. Most of the things we do today are from the marketing spirit. So winning. what is in the mindset of you wanting to win soul? Many of those things seated Satan, who is the god of Babylon, and say. You will control Lagos. Ah, Ogudu. We will control Ogudu. Ah, ah. All not for the glory of God. Not for, you know, discipling them for the name of the Lord. But rather so that we know we are here. We are the one here now. We are the one here. Ah, this thing. When you go to minister's meeting, I go a lot. What you meet there is Babylonian operations. And that is why we that are here, it's mercy. We have what? The Lord has shown us mercy to be hearing this thing. It's personal. Let me see what I'm building. This institution, is it kingdom? God's kingdom? Or oh, Babylonian kingdom? Anything outside the we that God instructs you to do it, and you do it the way he wants it done, Praise the Lord. Okay, sorry. Hallelujah. I think everybody has spoken well, so, so I'll just add a few things. Now, I, you see, this thing is, is very discreet, very, very discreet. You see, even, even your, uh, our, our perception of what righteousness is can be Babylon too. You know, so we need, to, we need to follow God to really know what this thing really is. And to do that, we need to go to the scriptures. Now, some scriptures we have read earlier, uh, I think it's 1st, 2nd or 3rd, John, where he said, uh, uh, Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. And he went further to list them. He said, for all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. These things put together, put together makes the world. Now, this world is not just the people that are in this earth. Like we all know is a system, right? Now, some time ago I began to, I, I, I was very inquisitive. What does these things mean? What is the pride of life? What is the lust of the flesh? And what is the lust of the eyes? Now, the lust of the eyes is not beautiful things that we look at. Now, God now helped me to understand a little about it. And I now discovered, you know, the temptation of the devil doesn't go beyond these things. It is what he presented to the Lord Jesus when he was tempted. It is what he presented to Eve. It is what he presents to everyone, every time. And he actually leveraged on what God has created, what is good. Now we must come to understand that God created us for his, his own personal purpose. Now you can imagine you, 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 you created a device to achieve a purpose. But as the device is functioning, it's actually doing something else. And that thing else that it is doing might be good. It might be effective. But to you, the creator, that is corruption. That is what Babylon is. Babylon's, Babylon is, is something very, let's not look at it from the angle of For us to really understand it very. Let's not look at it from the angle of it you know, when you deceive people to make money. Even when you are honest, you can be upholding Babylon. Even when you are very honest. Yes, yeah. You can be very sincere and be sincerely wrong. Now, I was looking at what happened between the the devil and Eve. You know, you see, this thing is is just something that, like I said, that is in us. Something God created. The devil just triggered it by with a question. It triggered something with just a question. Did God really say? It just give him another direction. It's just like you are going this direction. It just it just suggests to you to consider another way of doing the same thing. You know. Yes. Now. Now, if it began to, three things happened to her. The Bible said, she now look at the food. She now considered. Uh, I, 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 that's, some, I, that's something I want to bring up. Please follow me. Now she said, the Bible says she now considered how good it is as food to eat how pleasant it is to the eyes to look on and how wonderful it is to make one wise so this is so so now this is what John was talking about The pride of life is wisdom. And that is why the Bible said, don't be wise in your own conceit. God brought Nebuchadnezzar down, punished him because he got to a point, what God helped him achieve, he now says it was his wisdom. God got angry. You understand? So the pride of life is wisdom. The wisdom of man. See, we, We so much rely on doing things our way. Now, the, 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 the uh, loss of the flesh is not beautiful things. The loss of the flesh is pleasure. Pleasure. That is the loss of the flesh, pleasure. Anything that gives you pleasure. Now, there might be good things, but we must not forget that we are created for his pleasure, not ours. Our pleasure is not bad. Ours is not bad. And God is not against it because it is bad. He created us that way. But as a creature, when you function differently from what the Creator created you for, something is wrong. So when we do good things for our satisfaction, it's Babylon. And not His satisfaction. Good things, good intention. Sorry. Now.
2: Sorry, uh, sorry, no. Okay. I want to compliment what you are saying. Okay. So uh, another word for that pleasure is when we try to do things in our convenience, yes. for our comfort. not the, not the, not the comfort of the Lord, not the consolation of the Lord, yes. but of our own consolation. Exactly. That is Babylon. Babylon. Right. So what if it are meaning that if I I am not ready to. Somebody's mentioned suffering. Yeah. If I'm not ready to go, go through the sufferings of Christ. Yes. Right. It means that I am not ready to bring pleasure to God. Yes. I want to derive my own oh, pleasure. pleasure. So
5: even when you are trying to obey God's instruction, why are you doing it? For example, can you imagine?
2: I like, I like the thing you are saying. You are making sense to make this out to me. Oh, God. Just hold on. i, I mean, not even give room for questions. I want us to listen to what he's saying. I want us to pay attention to what he's saying. Uh, I can obey the Lord's instruction, and there is a reason why I'm obeying the instruction. Not willingly. Right. Now, not not I can be obey obeying it willingly, but it is what I see. I see to to gain. Now, if it's not bringing profits, I will not willingly obey. That's right. Please, do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, uh, we are going yeah, well, together. Understand. Yeah, yeah. Now, I am obeying the Lord, not because Lord. Oh, that I need to obey him because it's, it's for my good. I'm not obeying him because
5: it's my Lord.
2: It's my Lord. Right. He is the one who has saved me. You understand? So that's why Scripture will tell you that when a a someone has gone to the farm to farm, right, and he comes back, who did he first? He himself? His master. Who went to labor in the farm?
5: That
2: labor. So he should be able He's to put first. the food in the table yeah. and eat first before giving to his what? His master. But here yeah, it, it is also in the kingdom. You will serve the what? The, the master. before you think of your what yourself. So and if you don't have that that, that kind of mindset, it's Babylon. Is Babylon. That's, that's, I'm trying to. What he's saying. I'm trying to further explain what he's saying in my own understanding. That's right. So I am, I am supporting what he's saying. I'm not against what he's saying. No, when you say it's what he's saying, it's like I'm trying to contradict what he's saying.
0: Everyone conscious
5: of that. So, so you can imagine. You can imagine, you know, God asking you to okay go to America or Dubai to establish a ministry. Now you may have had the rights. Yes, God spoke to you. But you now on your own. Did that instruction trigger something else? Do you start thinking of, you know, when I get there, you understand the point? Are you getting my point? Yes. So, you
2: hello, see. Hello, hello, I want to cut you again. Oh, it's flowing. I want to cut you again. You know, immediately the law speaks. You are not thinking, you're not looking for the next. No, I'm not going to benefit yet. You are not looking for the next line of action, next line of instruction. You are looking for contacts you will make. How you begin to set things in place, in motion, before you arrive back. Not, yeah. not because, because the Lord has triggered something that is showing the idols, That's right. the Babylon inside of you, that right. by that instruction. That right. So, and immediately, if you know what Babylon is, right. that is full of deception, right? right. What I have done, in, that thing I have seen triggering in my heart is what I should be crying for to come out from. Right. I listen to judge, to come out from. Right. So, but if I am not seeing it, Right? I would say the Lord sent me. But all I end up doing was being wired by Babylon. Being sponsored by Babylon. Though from the beginning, even from the beginning, it was the Lord. But the end of it was not the Lord. That is why you see a lot of us who are in ministry today, who have, who have gotten to a certain place in ministry, if you ask them from the beginning, it was the Lord. But right now it's not the Lord. They are the one that is still managing everything in that assembly. Everything. Why? Because they don't want to return back to who they are before.
4: They
2: don't like. Look, when you climb the top, to come down, you don't want to come down more. So every compromise you have to make or keep standing, you will make it. And that is Babylon you are already doing in the church.
5: Continue, sir. So you see... <laughs> One so, 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 so of You know the story. He told uh, a pastor... I'm, I'm just... just I, okay. He told the pastor, he said... Uh, the, the, we're sending it to the, to the United States of America. The guy flew off. And the father looked at him. He said no you're not going we're not taking you even though the lost but, but, but you, you're not going to go because the spirit mm. in America will this one you have it will so i just want to i just yeah. <laughs> it will you. exactly so 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 you see you see you see you see is it's it's so so the the, the lost of the flesh is pleasure and that was what Eve considered. You know, when you eat food, gives you pleasure apart from nourishing the body; it gives you pleasure as you eat it. You understand the point now? So, so these things are symbolic. Then the lust of the eyes—the only thing that pleases the eyes is light. Nothing. The only thing that pleases the light, eyes is light. So he's talking about knowledge. Now, this is what. All of them put together, sum up to one thing, which is the word gain. Gain, if we can deal with gain, you will be free. Gain, what you will gain. Everything that is done in this world is tied to gain. Nobody will do anything if there is no gain. People will not get married if there is nothing to gain in it. People will not go to church. That's not the, you, will not go to, you will not do anything. You will not drink water if it is not attached to something you will gain. Nothing! That is what rules the world. This is Babylon. Now, the problem is this. It is ruling us. God created us this way. It is ruling us. That is what God doesn't want. It is what governs the world. People do things because of gain. When people kill it's because of gain. When people do anything, some people even sacrifice themselves because of gain. That's why Paul said, if you get to self bounty, if there is no love, you are wasting your time. People can do that for gain. It is done in a lot of religion. Are you getting my point? So, what God is saying is this. He created us and everything for his own gain. It is in satisfying him that will find true satisfaction. So that is what is just, that is just the battle. He didn't create anything evil. The evil is we created it. We decide to go our own way. We decide to worship what he created for his own worship. Now, the only way to get out of it is to allow God lead you. Because even though you understand what Babylon is, you can't circumvent it. It is, it is in the air you breathe. So it is only God that knows how to lead you to walk by His Spirit. As we, walk, It is not even knowledge. You will have revelation, you will have wisdom. That is why you know, when the Bible was talking about Jesus about Christ, you know, you know, this, uh, the seventh spirit of God upon him. You know, he said uh, 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 the spirit of the Lord shall be upon him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding. And if literally on now said he shall not judge according to the sight of his eyes or the hearing of his ear. It's not physical sight. It's not what people tell him. Uh, the, sight means revelation knowledge. What he knows, as pure as it is, he will not judge according to it. What here it means to understand. Uh, no matter how powerful, how much his understanding is, he still will not act according to it. That's why he said, my father walketh hitherto, and I walk. Nothing else. So even the Lord Jesus himself had to do everything by the leading of the Spirit. So it is the Spirit of God that can lead you in a path as you obey Him. Because, you see, that's why Paul said in the book of Romans, Randolph, he said, be transformed. No, sorry, he said, don't be conformed, conformed rather, sorry, to this world. But he said, be renew, be, sorry, be transformed. That is change by renewing. So it is by renewing the mind. And that can only happen by the leading of the Spirit. Now, this is what I want to explain. You see, what you know and understand doesn't really change you. There are only instruments that can help you follow God's leading. What really changes you are the things that are programmed in you, that are written. Now, the word writing doesn't mean to... to, to it's not exactly print like we know it today. If you check, go to your dictionary, the original... Where that word writing comes from, if you check it to the root, it means to carve, to cut, to make incision, and you can't clean what is written in that sense. When you make an incision on the wall, engraving, thank you, you can't erase it. It is like that. To erase it, you have to destroy the wall. That is what it means to write. So, It is, renew your mind is by writing in your mind. And the only thing that can write in your mind are actions. Not teaching. Teaching doesn't write in your mind. Are you getting what I'm saying? When you learn something, it is not written until you practice. What you are taught you can forget, but what you do, you can't forget it. When the rich man and Lazarus die, all the things that they remember were the things they did. And that is why the Bible says we'll be judged according to what we did, not what we know or do not know. Because the only things that are written in your heart are the things you do. The ones you did not do is not written. It will clear off. So that is how God renews our mind. When the Spirit leads you, you obey and you continue. That is how he is writing his own system in you. And by the time he is done writing, effortlessly you overcome the world. You will not struggle effortlessly because you have changed You will not do evil, not because you know the right thing to do, but because you don't know how to. You can't do it. What it takes to do evil is taken away. Yes. What? He he has taken it away by making you work. So you are dying. God can deprive you by his spirit from something until you lose taste for it. If you see it, you are not interested. It is not because you, know, you, th- you thought that it is evil. No, it is because you have been conditioned to live without that thing. Sorry, sir. There is something okay. you just said now.
2: He said, God can deprive us yes. of something. Hmm. So that after a while, we begin to lose taste. You lose taste for it. Of that thing. You, you know, uh, it's important that we pay attention to what you just said now. Hmm. Uh... The why we will pursue what we pursue are mm. uh, desires are not desires of God, That's right. which will actually hinder the life of God mm. to be revealed through us. That's right. Now, and if God is not that this desire of yours, will hinder the expression of Him through you, right? He will decide, he will decide to do what? Means so that that thing you desire does not come to pass. does part. not
5: come. That's right.
2: Now, what that is doing, though we may be seeing it, as wickedness, yeah, you understand. But that is God doing us a great good, great good, good. Yes, a great good that, in so much that, uh, we will begin to lose that's, so yes That's what I want to do. Salvation use. exactly. Salvation. Now, and that is why that, that is when we begin to see that we begin to lose our taste board, our appetite. We begin to change. Change. Now, if you, if you if you if you watch very closely, some of us here, you understand. Even of all of us. Uh, you see that there are certain things you are beginning to lose taste for. Taste for, that's right. Now, you, there are times you long for, even in the place of prayers, you yeah. long for that thing, seriously. seriously. You prayed, you prayed, you fasted, you do this, you met people, you believe in faith, you declare, you confess, you profess, you did everything. But that thing is not coming. Yes. Because because in the heart of God, it will hinder salvation. That's right. And God does not want salvation to be hindered. To be hindered. So, and because of that, you go through that suffering, right? That yeah. suffering. That, that, That's not that so- suffering. Yeah, it's suffering. That's serious suffering. Is it is suffering. What are you suffering? That suffering the appetite, called Babylon in us. That suffering into the heart of us, so that our only desire will be the Lord. You right. understand? Right. And in another season again. Another desire will rise. That's right. No, desire comes in seasons.
5: Yes, yes, yes.
2: No, another season again, another, another desire will rise. Will rise up. Now, when that desire comes, i going to saw that this desire, even with the previous season, I have not been able to carve mm. my writing. Now, i am like to open the book of Zachariah in chapter 4, mm. where they say that through the operation of the seventh spirit, right? Mm. What God do, do, does through the operation of the seventh spirit is to carve his carvings. That's right. It's to carve his carvings. Now, means there are several carvings of God That's right. that will finally be engraved in the heart. That's right.
5: That's right.
2: So, for if I don't, those processes of sufferings, a process of carving, of carvings. forming, are right. you seeing that? A process of forming. And yeah. it's, it is not easy, yeah. right? It's not easy to allow, the, to allow what God is doing. You understand that's why I say it that endure to the end. To the end, the same shall Shall be be saved. saved. Are you now? So it is important for what you are saying this about to us us, is that God wants to change our test board. That's right. And the way He changes our taste board is Mm. to deny us those things we want. We desire. Those things we desire. That's right. Those things that will shoot us up. And God said, no, I don't want you to be seen. That's right. I want to be seen. To be seen because exactly. if I be lifted up, I, I will draw, draw men. men so it is not you lifted. It yeah. is me lifted, lifted in you.
5: Yeah. Hallelujah. God continues. And finally, and you see, these things that God uh, might prevent you from having, much later you might still have them. By the time they come to you, you only use it for service and not to satisfy because if God didn't do it that way, when it comes, it will control you. Right. And you may not know he's even controlling you. Right. you know? So this, to, to wrap up everything, Babylon is anything that is contrary to the pleasure of God. Whatever, even though it is spiritual things, anything that gives you an idea
2: Sorry. <laughs> uh, when you say anything that is spiritual, right? Mm, mm. Even so even though it is spiritual, spiritual yeah. that means I can choose to fast mm-hmm. for 40 days yes. n- not for the changing of my soul. So,
5: soul. You understand? Mm. It's so, to
2: it's so prove to people. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm not saying that fasting is wrong. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. Uh, eh? I, I don't say it's wrong but the motive for which we fast yeah now some of us will fast for power because the same way so so person is being used yeah out there right away is. Mm. so you, you have you have gone to find out what did he do to arrive there yeah and you too you want to arrive at that destination and you go, and that exercise is a spiritual. Though.
5: Yeah, well, of but course, very it's spiritual.
2: spiritual. Like proper, it's a spiritual exercise. Yeah. But with
5: a wrong motive. motive. Yeah. And it's very possible that the person will not see the motive. That, you know,
2: see, a lot of, as the Bible says, in whom the God of this world
5: Blended has blinded they are,
2: their world, that they will not see the light of the glorious gospel. Yeah. yeah. I so, wh- why you will you not see it? Because there is a prince. Mm-hmm. And is that is darkening what? Our understanding.
5: Is Is it to them yeah. so that will block you to understand the gospel?
3: Yeah.
5: Okay. So so why, why why let me just round off with this. You see you know, why I'm saying this so that we we'll know that you can't help yourself. So that you just fall before God with helpless abandon. Allow him to do it. You understand the point? Now? So, and the process of escaping Babylon is death. You have to die to self. Because in fact, in one word, Babylon is self. And you have to die to self. You have to die to self. And God will use the same Babylon to slave. you. This and Babylon is what God. That's why that in the book of Revelation was talking about that woman. The mystery Bible said she is drunk with the blood of the saints. Because when you don't follow the way of Babylon, she will punish you. That is what happened to Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And they told the king, "We know our God can say, but even if He doesn't." In other words, even if it is his will that we finally die, we will never bow. And he said, heat up the furnace. You understand the point now? And we are willing to die. That shows that once you are sailing against the wind of Babylon, you will be punished for it. And that punishment is, thank you, the system will fight you. You will do business like other people. You will not be succeeding. You'll be doing what everybody is doing. Your own will be going awkward. You'll be suffering. You'll suffer shame, disgrace. Everything. That is your dying. And that is how this woman is drinking your blood. That is how you are becoming. That word matter. There is not necessarily dying physically. It is symbolic. We are dying everything. So this is the way. So except we choose the way of the cross. Like Moses, who the Bible says, he, 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 he chose to suffer. He chose the reproach of Christ rather than the riches, the pleasures of sin in Egypt. This is the only way. No other way. Hallelujah. God bless us. I,
2: I, I like I like uh, what he said. I will pray, please, please. There won't be there. Won't be time for question. Hallelujah. Uh, for next for for next week. Oh we'll look at that. So, for those who I wouldn't, I wouldn't call, please just bear with us. It's just how the Spirit of God leaders. us. But there's something I just want to say quickly. Uh, he said, It is God uses this Babylon to do what? To slay, to slay us, to kill us. That is how we die, right? Now, you see, I, I like how James put it. He said, uh, uh, Can't it all joy, right? When you fall into the hand of Babylon, right? <laughs> Are we together? He said, can't it or what? No. Uh, so, so. When, the that, when the system of that is in what? It's dealing with you. Because through that, what will what, what will your trial of faith do to you? The trial of faith will do what? We walk patient, right? We walk what? So how is so how is this uh this slain or this death will go through through the hands of the harlot called Babylon? Is to work out what salvation is for. Salvation. Nothing else is work out of salvation. So there is nothing that will work out of salvation, but a system that has been uh, that has been put here in the world, right? That is saying that you must bind to my system. I say no, no. I'm not binding to your system. And that no is not we saying it. I like what we say is that we are giving ourselves to the Spirit. See you can't live a contrary life on the world without the spirit. You can't live a contrary life. A life contrary to the system of this world without the Holy Ghost. that? Without the spirit of God. So it takes the spirit of God to live a life that is contrary to the life that has been lived in this world. But one of the things I want us to do this afternoon is to cry to God. By myself, I can do nothing. By my power, Amen, amen, amen. So and by myself, <laughs> can we stand to our feet?
3: Let us, pray, let us pray. Let us pray. Let us pray. Let's talk to the Lord. The Bible says, "As many as are led by this, as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God." God knows his sons, as many as are led. Are you, son? Are you led by the Lord? Are you led by the Spirit of God? Then you are sons. But if you are not led by the Spirit of God, you are being led by the Spirit of this world. By the Spirit of this world. Oh, which the Antichrist is also behind. He's leading many. Let's pray that the Lord will help us. Let's pray for the spirit of wisdom and revelation. That the eyes of our understanding will be enlightened. Because we need understanding. We need understanding. We need the enlightenment of our eyes to come out of her. We need that to know the truth. If we don't know the truth, we can't come out of lie. If we don't know the truth, we cannot know what lie is. Let us pray that God will help us. Lord, help me, help me, help me, help my infirmities, help my weaknesses. Let us pray. Let us talk to the Lord. For many of us, for a very long time, you know, we, 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 we when the spirit is not leading us, we don't see it as anything. We think we are on our own. We have freedom. But Let me tell you, if you are not being led by the Spirit, then you are going the wrong direction. Lord, save my soul from this system. Save me, O God. Save me, O God. Save my soul from this system. Deliver me, O God, from the wrath, from the wine of Babylon. From the wine of Babylon. I pray, oh God, that you purge me of this wine that intoxicates me, oh God. Help me, Lord Jesus. I want to be out. He said all the inhabitants of the earth and the kings of the earth. Oh, is upon them. That is the system that is ruling them. Lord, we don't want to be part of it. Deliver us, oh God. Help us. We ask for strength. We ask that you strengthen us by your spirit in our inner man according to your glorious power unto all patience and long-suffering with joyfulness. With joyfulness. Help us, O God. We need strength. In Jesus' precious name we are free. There was a strength in Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. That made them look at the fire and said, we are not careful. We will rather die than bow. They saw the fire. Do you know how hot that fire was? Those men who tried to throw them inside, they did not enter the fire. Just the heat of the fire killed them. But we need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. We need to be filled with the wine of God. For us to look at Babylon, when you see a, a drunken man, he sees a trailer coming. He is laughing at the trailer. What can you do to me? Get away. You are the one who avoids him because he is filled with something. When he's sober, he cannot try that. So we need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Let us pray that the Spirit of God will fill us. You need to be full of the Spirit. For you to see your mates doing something. Oh, you think they have gone ahead of you. You need to be full of the spirit. Not to be distracted. And still stand and speak to them. And tell them this is the right way. You need to be full of the spirit. To look at money. To look at gain. And say no, I will not compromise. We need to be full of the spirit. Let us talk to the Lord. Because Babylon is coming. She will come to bribe us. She will come with gain. She will bring things to us. Let us pray that the Lord. We fill us. Fill me with your spirit, oh God. Fill me. Fill me. I want to be strengthened with might. From within, I want to be strengthened with might. To look at things that will make me con- contradict or contravene the laws of the spirit. And I will say, no. Because I am full of the spirit. Le kabaradabashanta. We ask for help. We ask for help, oh God. We ask for help, oh God. We ask that you fill us with your Spirit. Fill me with your Spirit. Fill me with your Spirit. Fill me with your Spirit. Fill us with your Spirit. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. I want us to pray again. Lord, every cause that Babylon has set for me, the Bible talks in Ephesians 2 about the cause of this world that the prince of the power of this world is responsible for. That's the cause of Babylon. It's either you are walking in the cause of life or you are walking in the cause of this world, or you're walking in the cause of darkness. We have been translated out of the kingdom of darkness. We don't have to go back to darkness. I want us to pray, Lord, every curse that this world has set for me, that I am on, Lord, take me out, destroy it. I, I used to pray a prayer, Lord, whatever thing that will make me hate you, reject you, don't give it to me. Whatever it is. Whatever is competing with the Spirit in my life, Lord, take it away. Deliver me from the curse of this world. Let's pray. Let's talk to the Lord. Let's talk to the Lord. The curse of this world is started by the wisdom of this world. The wisdom of this world. The wisdom. The wisdom of this world the wisdom of God of this world comes oh, just as as an alternative to deliver us, you don't need to go through this suffering, you don't need to do all of this, you just do this little the wisdom of this world, deliver me oh God from the cause of this world deliver us, deliver us from the cause of this world deliver us we are not the children of disobedience, O oh God. We reject the cause of this world. We reject the prince of this world. We reject everything it has to offer. We reject everything that Babylon offers. Lord Jesus, whatever that, whatever cost Babylon has charted for us, Lord, we pray that you open our eyes. We draw us from the path of death. We draw us from that path of death. We draw us from the path of this world. Heal our hearts. Heal our minds. We thank you, our Father. Blessed be your name, O God. Thank you for the bread of strength. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We bring forth before you, O God, this sacrament. We bring forth your blood and your bread and, and your body before us, O God. We pray as we partake of your table, our Father. We pray that you strengthen us with might by your spirit in our inner man. Strengthen us with might, O God. As we eat of this bread, we will come into might. We will come into might to say no to everything that Babylon has to offer. We will come into might to overcome the devil and everything he has to offer. We overcome this world. We will overcome what the prince of this world offers. We thank you. Thank you, our father. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Please help me open as we eat. We are eating strength. Hallelujah. Let us open, let us come and partake of his body. Let's partake of the table of strength. The word has come. Oh Lord, we thank you. Oh Lord, we thank you. Rinkabasato ko prediba hasatika para da le devoshonde Rebrande gedose, linka para da le devoshonde Rikapasatika fradila da vashanda O Rababashente le devosute ko prende liata Rakete porodobo shunte ke frede le Rimbarada va kasatika rabrede gedose, linko da Oh, Lord, we receive the strength of your spirit. We strength the strength of your spirit. The strength that your spirit gives. We receive the strength of the spirit. Oh, thank you, our Father. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' precious name, we have prayed. Please, let's take our offerings. Um, if you have an offering, please come and cast your offering this afternoon. Thank you. I
2: appreciate everyone. Uh, if I'm able to reach out to you today and we speak today, please just be with us uh, next week. It's another good time again to share God's word together and we'll be blessed. Uh, for your questions, those who have questions by next week, I trust that um, we may be in a room, you know, to ask questions. And uh, can we stand to our feet as we we'll share the grace and fellowship? The grace and fellowship. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Spirit be with us now forevermore. Amen. Shalom.